0: Hey y'all, it's been, it's been a minute, it's uh, it's hard to record when you have a 12 year old who likes to be a part of whatever it is that he's watching or doing, like he's downstairs right now playing his game, but he has his headphones in, so it's kind of like a karaoke thing, so if you hear anything in the background, that's, that's what that is. Like I said, I'm still figuring this out so I can drown him out, right? But I can't keep waiting to record. I have a notepad full of things that I've thought about. Like, ooh, I could talk about that. Ooh, I could talk about that. So it's time to just just do it. This particular episode is going to be a vulnerable. Vulnerable. Am I saying that right? <laughs> we're going to get very candid um with with myself i will be you know just kind of talking and saying things about me and the experiences that i've had in the past going on 5 years now and no longer being afraid well not afraid but you know things happen and human and you think it only happens to you right it's like you keep it to yourself you don't say anything you don't want to share you don't want to hear people's opinions you don't want to have to hide what you really feel right and part of my story I do that I hide I hid Cause I don't do it now, <laughs> but I hid how I felt about a situation. Basically, you know, when you put on a front, you want to continue to, you know, show that you're strong. But inside, it's like, uh, um, I'm not strong right now. I don't want to be strong right now. I kind of just want to be left the fuck alone and stop asking me questions. Like that's pretty much, um, okay. Right. So about me, let's see. I am 35 for those who don't know. And I look good. Shall I say? Yes, I do. I shall say so myself. Um, living in Texas originally from Chicago my parents are still there my brother he lives in Las Vegas as you can see there is the common denominator of warm climate areas of which me and my brother chose to move to we got tired of being cold um my son was one and our last winter in chicago before we moved i had him packed up wrapped up packed, wrapped, whatever you want to you know only thing you can see was his eyeballs and i was like poor baby you can can barely walk (laughs) right and the more clothes the heavier they are so it's like okay this is also making it hard on me because i have to carry you i have to put you you know to figure out how to get you in the car seat because you may, may not clip because you got on so many clubs. But yeah, moved here. I've been living in Texas for 11 years, going on 11 years. It's weird when you say it out loud because you don't think about it. You just, you know, you get up, you go, you do you do your everyday routine. And then someone asks you a question and you're like, oh, crap, I've been here. I've been here for a while. Oh, wow. I've been here for 11 years. So, it's crazy to say to say it out loud. When I moved here, I was a we and not just a me. And I mean a we as in three. Me, myself, and my son's father. That statement alone kind of tells you where we're at today, right? Um, we were together for thirteen years, right? And I don't regret those years by any means. I don't. Um it's not until you're out of it that you kinda sit and you go I I need it. I need it to go through it or that's what I needed to be or there was a lesson in there that I needed to learn or I don't like to think of, you know, things as experiences, as regrets by any chance. I will say this. Um, my son's father told him something, was saying was talking to our son, and he said something to him, and it kind of, I was like, I like that. He was like, remember, there are no losses. There are just lessons, you know. You learn there's a lesson within what happened. So you didn't lose anything. You gained the knowledge of what to do, what not to do. So." Um, he said that, and I was like, you know what, I kind of like that. You ever hear somebody say something, though, and then in the back of your head, you're going, I hope you're taking your own advice. No lie when he was saying it. And even though I was like, "That's that's great advice, the back of my mind, I was like, I hope you're listening to yourself. <laughs> but we were together for 13 years. Have a beautiful 12-year-old son out of it and then let's see five years ago we were engaged thinking everything was good and found out that the person was not loyal i am just i'll say that they were not loyal and they weren't loyal for a while well you know you get a lot of different stories you know when stuff is happening so They always says, you know, I've heard there's three sides. It's your side, their side, and the truth. So that's, you know, I got his side, the other person's side. So I never quite, I don't know what the truth is. Probably will never know, but you know what? It's fine. I don't think it's meant for me to know. It's perfectly, it's perfectly cool for me not, for me not to know. When that took place right of course i was hurt but more so i kind of felt embarrassed i can admit to that now you know but i kind of felt embarrassed because i know i was that person you know on facebook on all oh, you know, happy couple relationship goals, and oh, love this. But it's like, you know what? That's what it was in that moment. That's that was my truth at that time, right? There was nothing phony about it. There was nothing fake about it. In that moment, that was my truth, and I learned to not feel embarrassed about it, right? Like I said, you have to go. You. You go through things just like for, you know. I know I was a big advocate person. If a man ever cheats or if he does this, I'm out, I'm gone, I'm done. I don't want, you know. But you don't know until you're going through it, right? So for the longest, I stopped saying it because I had to be honest with myself in that moment like okay girl let's really think about it here and you think about the person that you know that you are talking about you know at that in that that person at that time that you're in the relationship with you know will i just walk away could i just walk away and i stopped saying because i couldn't answer those questions like i don't know if i if i could or what i don't know what i will do Right. So I just I just stopped saying it because I didn't know what I would do. And then it happened. Right. (laughs) So I got to unfortunately experience what I would do. And when you sit and you think about, wow, 13 fucking years, you just can't your feelings just don't turn off like that because somebody does something as much as you want them to. It doesn't work that way. It it doesn't. And you want it to, you want to wake up, you know, whenever. Get up, put your clothes on, act like nothing ever happened, nothing's wrong. But I'm human and that didn't that did not happen that way. I actually um made the choice to pack up and go back home to my parents' house. Went back to Chicago. I, at the time, was embarrassed. And I'll i will I'll probably say ashamed at that, in that moment. Because I'm back in my childhood home of which I grew up in and I have not been in this place in this in this type of capacity at that point six years. Like I've been living them all for six years. Now I'm back. Now I'm starting over, right? Kinda got in a place to where I now have to start over. But and I used to feel bad. I used to be mad at myself. Right? That I did that. But now when I think about it, I, I needed it sometimes you need to remove yourself from a situation to get clarity right to to have an understanding now some people you know when I would say this, will look at me like, what I own my part right in the relationship I'm a grown ass woman, I'm a grown individual, and I own whatever my part was in the relationship were there parts that i can see that i needed to improve on absolutely the one thing i would never take ownership of was the cheating part like that wasn't me that was him like that didn't that had nothing i come to learn that really didn't have anything to do with me that was his own whatever dealings that he had to deal with It took a while to come to those terms. Um, you know, you're in a grunt of it. You try to believe it or not. When you when you come out of a breakup, there are you go through like the stages of grief, right? You start to compromise. You start to bargain. You cry. You're angry. Like you do it's the stages of grief because you're grieving a relationship you know that you wanted and that you thought you were going to have and that you thought was going to last or this that and the third so but it is so I went you know you go through those stages um but I do I I take ownership of my part once I removed myself from the situation I got out of it. I went home. I right now, you know, I call it my little our summer vacation. Cause we were back by the time school started. He was, my son was back in school. Like everything happened when school was ending. Like he missed the last day of school, maybe like the last two days of school. Cause um, Texas, we are early. So our last days in May, you know, so we, we left, you know, and then by the first week of August, we were back, right? So I call it, <laughs> I call it our little summer vacation, our time to just kind of zen in peace and get woo-sa or whatever. And then, you know what I needed that time? Because it allowed me to just not have to work, worry about things that needed to get done. It allowed me to remove myself. If I would have stayed, I don't think I could have got what I needed because I would have been... Focus, okay, got to go to work, got to do this, got to get, you know, make sure my son is good, this, that, moving things around and this, that, and the third. Being able to remove myself from the situation and to just have a time to just sit and just really, really think and get myself together and go through all the emotions that I needed to go through, knowing that, okay. My parents are here and they can help me with my son for the time being so I can go through the stages of grief that I need to go through to get through this. But know this, I never forgot that I had a little person that I needed to take care of, though, like. At one point, I was like, "Okay, girl, you got to get up because he is depending on you and you don't want. You know. You don't want him to see too much. And as much as we don't want our kids to see too much, they see everything. They see it. They hear it, they hide it, you know, or sometimes they'll come up and they will ask questions about, you know, something that you thought that you were hiding, but you 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 were not hiding like they saw it or they heard it. Um it is their kids. They see it <laughs> no matter how hard we try to hide it, they, they see it. But I am grateful for my parents and I I will forever love them for, you know, allowing me to be able to come back and just get myself together and figure things out. And, you know, when you're on your own for six years and you move back to your childhood home, you're back in with your parents, it's it's a weird feeling in in some sort because it's like, Oh my God, I'm 30 something years old. I'm back in the room that I grew up in. I'm back living with my parents. This is weird. And I have a son of my own. I'm supposed, I've been living on my own. Now I have to share a space. Like, you know, you get used to, I'm gonna say it, you get used to sleeping naked. You get used to walking around your house, you know, having a bathroom in your room so you can come out naked. You know what I'm saying? So it's like having to adjust. That was a big adjustment in itself, right? for me anyway, I don't know about anybody else. <laughs> but what I have learned about myself in these last 5 years is I didn't know my own strength in the words of Whitney Houston. I love that song, and I will say this, and I told my mother this, that song got me through. That song got me through and <laughs> Watching Blue Bloods from the beginning, thank you, Netflix, even though this whole password sharing thing y'all got going on, not too not sure how many people are gonna say, but thank you in that moment in time, because I was able to watch Blue Bloods from the beginning, and that got me through, and the Whitney Houston song didn't know my own strength that got me through um. Being able, and I played that song over and over again. And I just told, I didn't know, you know, my own strength. And within that song, listening to it, that's when I made the decision. Okay, I'm going to move back. I'm going to go back to Texas. I'm going to go back to where my son, like my, you know, when we move there, my son was one. He turned two there. So, you know, that's all he knows to him, you know, he knows that Chicago is home, but he's also like Texas is home. Like that's all he that's all he knows. And for me to keep it as normal as I possibly could, I'm like, okay, that was the one part we need to go back to make it as as a normalcy for him, get him around people his school his friends that he knows let that let's not change that aspect right so it was a difficult decision to talk to tell my parents like hey I made the choice to move back but I knew within that like the first time I moved yes I was going on faith of course you know you didn't know anyone you know I didn't know my cousin was in Fort Worth when I moved originally. Right. Um, So, you know, moving didn't have no family, no friends, just starting brand new. And, you know, that was that faith. Right. When I moved, you know, originally moved in 2012. Right. But in 2018, when everything took place and everything happened and weddings were called off and trying, you know, doing all this and, sitting in my room and just really coming to the realization of okay girl you have to you have to go out on faith you have to put the faith within you that you can do this being home it's great it's wonderful right you can you can accomplish you know save money do what you need to do of course getting you know wasn't like i wasn't looking for jobs i was looking for jobs you know um but i had an old boss of mine to reach out and was like hey um i'm creating this position and you came you know at the top of my mind you know are you looking for work and if you are would you want to you know interview you know for this position so that in itself was like okay that's a sign because that was a random you know call out to me from an from an ex you know my ex boss so I thought that was like pretty cool like okay god I get it (laughs) right and then I called Deshaun's school to But it it'll happen when when it'll happen, and that's completely fine with me. I just wanted, you know, I've never went in depth about it, and I probably could have went more deeper into it than what than what I did. But ultimately, that means I have more, you know, more episodes that I can that I can add my insight to. Right, can't give everything in one in one piece. Got to give it to you in pieces to make more episodes and look get more information, right? (laughs) But that's, you know, not me in a nutshell, because it's more to come, obviously. But that's where I'm at today. Who I am today, this is me, Ashley, 35. Living in her own place with her 12 year old who's going on 35, who's going to possibly eat her out of a house and home one day. But that's a different, that's a different story for another day. Boy moms understand the struggle of them and how they eat, right? Oh my God, he eats. But still trying to figure out where it goes. He's going to be a tall one. Love him to death. He is my heart, you know. But that, you know, a girl who loves her family, loves her friends, who is alone but not lonely. (laughs) This is just, it's just me who went through some shit five years ago. Who, I will say, you know, fell on her ass and had to figure out what to do but did not allow that experience to keep her there. I didn't allow it to keep me there.